ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. This is my favourite thing about Padam when you say sort of softly Padam. It's almost like if you lifted a cheek, it's almost like a small fire. <laughs> Padam. Excuse I, Padam. On. G'day. Good morning, Post Aria Zanro. Actually, it's afternoon as we're recording this because yeah. we did decide to shuffle bang on to a little bit later in the day. We mm. both attended the Arias. I will say, though, I'm feeling quite smug because mm. I woke up without a hangover. It's good, actually, because I had to present an award which was at the end of the show, inducting Jet into the Hall of Fame. And so I I was very sober throughout the entire thing, which is good. Um, not that I would have been drinking that much anyway because the things go for so long. Mm. But I was really good up until the end and then I had a, a glass of wine and then on the way out they were giving out cans of espresso martini. Espresso martini. Espresso, yes. Um, and I mean – you grabbed a can. I had a can and I drank it. It was disgusting. It's a warning that it was coming but in a can. You know when you're like, you just go, oh, I'm feeling it. I'm tired. It's been a long day. I'm going to have, have a this. coffee. I'll have a coffee. And I was actually home in my hotel by 10.30. We had a few drinks with the band downstairs. And then I was, yeah, I was, I was in bed. And, yes, I did order a bowl of pasta. But I blame the coffee. I couldn't sleep. Because of that freaking can. Your poor little belly trying to just digest get, and get through uh, some uh, pasta. Uh, what kind of pasta was it? Was it? Was it a gnocchi? Was it a heavy pasta? Uh, it was a heavy pasta, yeah. It was, um, and I asked for parmesan and extra parmesan oh. on the phone. So, yeah, look, it was, you know, it's my own fault, but I couldn't sleep. So thank you for the sleep in this morning. <laughs> so your hangover is about is more digestive it's than just party. tired and digestive, <laughs> which I think is pretty much what happens at this age. <laughs> Nothing else. Hey, how are you? How was your night? I'm we great, were, yeah. We were sort of on separate sides of the venue. I, I was tried, looking for you. I tried to come and find you at the start and I all, I think I was about a table away. Yeah. And I was just wandering around like a lost puppy and then they said, everyone sit down. So I didn't really see you until pretty much, you know, quite a way through. Well, I was enjoying watching you on stage. You did a great job inducting Jet into the Hall of Fame. Thank you. Did you love the fact that when I walked out, you could see the microphone was like taller than my head? (laughs) And it's one of those TV microphones. So through my head, I was going, okay, this is fucked. It's really high. It's one of those microphones you can't change unless you bend over. And I can't do that. And I can't do that with my knee, but that wouldn't be a great look anyway. So just power through. Power through with a microphone on your face. Oh, great. I think you wore it well. Yeah. Also you. the fifty dollar dress that you picked up from the airport. That's Fantastic. A hit, a hit, but I didn't do the red carpet either. I feel like I my arias was off. I went the other entrance, which was <laughs> which was the quiet entrance. And I've got to say I actually quite enjoyed not doing the red carpet. Yeah, the red carpet was very hot and you're just kind of surrounded by people going, What is the point? No one cares about me here. Why why am I doing this? I'm behind influences. There's people with see through dresses on. They're not gonna care about whatever I've just cobbled together from my <laughs> wardrobe. What am I doing here? You looked here? fabulous though and I, I love a cobble together. That's, I mean, that's how it should be. We shouldn't have to be expected to come up with brand new, hugely expensive frocks. I mean, very, very few people get dressed anymore yeah. by anyone because A, the brands can't afford to do it and so those that sort of do rock up in these amazing frocks are generally dressed by someone else or they've got heaps of coin. But the rest of us, shop your wardrobe. the rest of us worker bees. Yeah, shop your wardrobe. Yeah. I felt very comfortable. I was wearing a suit. A lot of other people were wearing suits. It was, you know, it's a long night, afternoon, mm. and you're sitting down a lot. But I had a great time. You know what? It was actually really lovely to see just some mates winning awards yeah. and some incredible music makers far and beyond the night belonged to 
one fella and one song. I never get sick of that song. I don't know what Same. it is. It's one of those ones where, you know, there's always one song each year and that you just listen to it over and over and over again and yeah. it's just that one. The song, the video, all of it. Troye Sivan uh, took away four arias yep. for and Rush. producer took away quite Style a yeah. Just Wild. brilliant. And, yeah, that's really nice when you see that kind of local celebration of um, two people from Melbourne who didn't know each other who, as Troy was saying on stage, he found this guy in South Melbourne in lockdown. Styles Fuego's been making incredible music and producing incredible music for years, but that's kind of where they found each other because mm. they couldn't leave their own backyard <laughs> and made this amazing hit. And, yeah, he took away a huge amount of awards, including Song of the Year and Best Solo Artist. G-Flip was the people's favourite winning publicly voted awards. Oh, look, I also think Chriselle is pretty much people's favourite too. <laughs> How many times? partner. I, I think Every opportunity to cross to the table and get shots of Chriselle were taken. Chriselle from Selling Sunset, if you don't know, is G-Flip's partner. And um, I don't know why. The, the world is absolutely obsessed with them, including me. Well, they're an amazing couple and they support each other, yeah. as you can see, quite literally turning up for each other's um, big wins as, uh, you know, G won last night. And, yeah, it was just great to see that. But it was pretty funny and kind of thirsty whenever they'd just be like, oh, we're just having a chat with G. Oh, and Chris Shell just happens to be yeah, yeah. Uh, next to G as well. <laughs> I really love Genesis Awusu when they crossed him in London because he couldn't be in the room and he's just there sipping a tea mm. and there's a tea bag hanging out. Oh, <laughs> bless. Leaves the bag in. It's always good to know. <laughs> Different kind of bag than what you're used to. <laughs> and Kylie Minogue as well in winning her first aria in 20 years said in her can pre you believe that? I can't believe it. I can. I both can and can't believe it. She's had a massive time. Padam to you, she said. Padam to everyone. Padam, I've decided. Like the queen she is. I've, I've decided like this is my favourite thing about Padam when you say sort of softly Padam. It's almost like if you lifted a cheek, it's almost like a small fire. <laughs> Padam. Excuse I, Padam. As she said before, Padam can be whatever you want it exactly. to be, Miff. And for you, it Padam. is crop dusting, it seems. <laughs> Unbelievable. I don't know where, I, why I got to that point with it, but I was enjoying it last night. I was like, Padam. Much I like wasn't Rush. that I was doing it, but just laughing about it. Well, you've listened to it so many times and I'm sure it's changed meaning for you over the, the right. months that it's been released. It sounded good in the room too. Like The performances were really beautiful. Yeah. G starting off and singing with their incredible voice and doing kind of a, a medley going from you know, behind the mic to the drums to the guitar. It was so, Too so talented. Good. Just, Can yeah, they stop, please? Like, Can they stop? It's ridiculous. not fair. just an amazing voice oh. and that big song, Therapy. Like, that was a big vibe. Jess Malboy just holding it down. She is the queen. And yeah. Meg Mack as well. Like, you know, when you sort of, you're so used to hearing all of these artists, but then you're in the room and you're like... They're really good, yeah. like flawless vocals, yeah. just incredible. And it sounded great. You know, it was in a live music venue. The Horden sounded really good yeah. um, and it was a nice vibe. It was a nice time. It was a nice time. Um, Fanny Lumsden getting an award with Dolly Parton saying her name and, the you know, like that for someone like her is amazing. She was freaking out and I didn't have to eat my hat because as I suspected – Video link Dolly, Video not even Dolly. live, pre-recorded Dolly Parton. I'm fine with that. With all give us, the, give all us the your branding. Dolly crumbs, I don't care. Did you see how much shit she had behind her? I was like, here's the new book, here's the album. I, <laughs> I didn't actually see it because that's when I was backstage, weirdly. Oh, so I didn't actually, I missed all that. You miss quite a lot mm. when you go backstage because it's like, a you know, there's a few cupboard rooms. Tommy Little's out there talking to his scriptwriter, Chambo, and they were just, you know, like it's just a bit, 
it's a totally different vibe out the back. There's people everywhere. You, you kind of forget you're even there and then they shove you out on stage. Oh, hi. You've done it before. It's... Yeah, have, Miff, have you met this microphone? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is your new very, very tall partner. <laughs> it was great. Uh, congratulations to all the artists who were nominated to all the people who won, to Australian music. It is a strange award ceremony. It doesn't mm. encapsulate everything that you want it to be. But I reckon, particularly compared to last year, um, it, you know, it, it did pretty well. Every, everyone in the room and at home are saying that it was pretty was good. was really good too yeah, to yeah. watch. And I think that's nice. I think it's nice that, that finally I think the Aries has gone through a lot of, you know, identity changes mm. over the last couple of years and I feel like this was this was a moment where it came back to what it was and what it can be. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I had a great time and I'm not hungover. I know. Massive- I'm just tired. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so tired. <laughs> but we still turn up for Bang On, don't we? That's right. Big week as well for Australian artists being nominated for Grammys. Both Kylie and Troy have been nominated for the 2024 Grammys, which I think usually go down in about – February mm. and Russian Padam are in the mix, which is so, so good. In fact, they're both nominees for a new award. Why do they keep on adding awards to the Grammys? There's like 500 already. 7, already. But you know what? It's good in this case because Best Pop Dance Recording is the award and Kylie and Troy have been nom nom nommed. But female artists are dominating the Grammys this year, Miff. SZA, Phoebe Bridges and Taylor Swift leading the way. Um, SZA getting the most nominations with nine overall. But, yeah, again, as the Grammys catch up, but also it's not even like trying to – there's no affirmative action happening here. Women are dominating in the worlds of popular music right now. They're making yeah. all the most interesting and highest-selling gear, aren't Absolutely. they? This is a reflection of our times. Yeah, this is the moment for them and it's finally it's finally happening, the change. It's very exciting. Also on Troye Sivan, did you see yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this amazing moment on Saturday Night Live where our favourite – Timothy Chalamet decided to take on the iconic Troy Sivan. It's just a guy, but like a gay guy? No. <laughs> Not just any gay guy, homie. It's me, Troy Sivan. Let's go. Can I just say, when I first saw this out of context in the feed, I was just scrolling through Instagram and I saw it pop up. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realise it was Timothy. I just thought it was a cast member. I was like, oh, that's funny. And then like six hours later, yeah. I was like, oh, it's Shalamamalamalay. He just looks really normal, doesn't he? he? Like, it's like there's no makeup and hair or whatever. He well, just... they're both beautiful. So yeah, I guess it's an easy transition for them, isn't it? From true. Timothy to Troy. That is true. They could be, I mean. <laughs> I'm Troy Savant. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. Does the dance moves and everything. It's really cute. Troy Savant must be having such a weird week. He sort of said it at the Arias last night. I was like, this is so strange. I was up at 3am with the Grammy nominations. He's got Timothy Chalamet <laughs> impersonating him. He's there cleaning up with the most awards for a song. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, it's just. But he must- also said his brother couldn't give it <laughs> two shits about him when he said, I've got a Grammy nominee. His brother went, nah, yeah, whatever. And every time it kept on, I was talking about Troy Savant because he was probably backstage for much of it. They just kept on crossing to his dad. Yes. <laughs> so I was like, who is that guy? Oh, it's Mr. Savant. Very proud parents. Very, very funny. Miff, the other thing that happened this week that I um, thought, well, I did forward it to you straight away because your favourite person has done something batshit crazy again. What has Jared Leto been up to? Well, look, I... What can't he do? What can't he do? Well, it, it seems he can leap tall buildings in a single bound because he just climbed. Uh, well, the Statue of Liberty was last week for the release of a new record for his band, but then he went up Hang the on, Empire. I missed that. He climbed the Statue of Liberty. Apparently, yeah. It's, I don't know why. 
or I've made that up in my head. I'm not sure. I, do I need to Google that? I think he did. And this week he and this week he did the bloody Empire State Building. No one's ever done it before. But Jared was like, I'm going to fix that. Why? Why? Jared Leto, Statue of Liberty. Here we go. Um, no. Maybe I made, <laughs> maybe I made no. Uh, oh, look, I think I've made that up. <laughs> Espresso martini. If I'm wrong, mincing your brain. <laughs> if I'm wrong. Anyway, Empire State Building still just as good. Uh, climbing it, doing some mountain climbing with a rope and just himself. So, why? I don't know. Like, what happened to record companies selling your records? You don't need to do that, mate. Everyone oh, but you do. It. You need to stand out. It's yeah. a it's a big sea of content out there, and you need to do crazy shit like this. In fact, the reason I found out about it was through his touring company, Live Nation, who okay. issued this in a press release saying, having always been fascinated with the incredible landmarks since he was a child, Lido said, quote, the building is a testament of all the things that can be done in the world if we put our minds to it, which is largely the inspiration behind our most recent album, It's the End of the World, But It's a Beautiful Day. <laughs> he wants people to pay attention to him and he That's does right. batshit crazy stuff to do it. He dresses as a cat. Carl Lagerfeld's cat. That's true. Um, he, he doesn't age. We're always looking at that going, how has he looked the same? He has like the last 30 years. Very good work, clearly. Yeah. Awesome. Absolutely. Just great moisturiser. He's got the Pond's cold cream on every night maybe. Yeah. But now he's climbing the Empire State Building and um, we're talking about him again. So the system works, miss. system works. But also <laughs> relax, mate. Have a holiday. <laughs> Feel free. You, you really have made it. It's... Just turn it down a notch. This is, you know, it makes me think about when people talk about when uh, you retire and how some people have kind of existential crises or yeah. or breakdowns because their their work is their life. And I can't wait to, to do nothing. <laughs> but Jared's going to be that person. He will be that person. Because suddenly people are going to be like, they're not, no, no one's paying attention anymore, so what's he going to do? Yeah. He's going to be holding court at the retirement village. <laughs> Look at me! <laughs> that he'll be, yeah, he'll be the local punisher. One thing that did grab my attention this week, but for sad news. Things keep getting better. Or will they? See the news about Queer Eye? Yeah, Bobby Burke has called it a day with the series. For the next series, it will be his last. And I totally get it. I think Bobby has been holding the fort for that show forever. Literally. Like you, you think about it. <laughs> he all built the, the others, fort. He builds a new house, essentially, every single show, while the others are off having a fucking spa treatment. <laughs> and, you know, um, Anthony's making a cheese wheel. While poor Bobby, who does the interior design, is basically refurbishing and re- restructuring entire houses. His job is huge. It's true, the division of labour is very off. And it's fucked up. <laughs> and I totally understand why he's leaving. He loves them, but he just can't do this anymore. The emotional labour that he does too. Think about that. You're changing the way people's houses look. Like there's a lot of work in You're that You're painting thing. a lot of doors black, yeah. a lot of kitchens black. That's correct. I'm just... I'm happy for him. He's going to get a rest. <laughs> you know he's going to be doing collabs. Of course. He's got, he, he's got like, you know, he's got his website. He's got all his furniture endorsement collabs. deals and, and all of that. He's not going to be, he's not going to be scrounging for a job. So, uh, but I just think good on you, have a rest. I do wonder how they're going to reset because it was, you know, from the day dot when they first got together, there was a lot of talk about how 
they all auditioned together and they just didn't know each other but immediately hit it off. It just yeah. felt right and you can see that beautiful friendship and connection and chemistry, which is so important in a show mm. like that when they're doing crazy shoots over a few days and they've got to gather so much. You can see that on the screen and I believe it. Mm. But what do they do? Do they just lob in... I don't know, Jamie Jury or something? Like who steps in to help? Scott Cam? Oh, oh God. <laughs> wow, I hadn't even actually thought of that angle. I'm in a bit of shock. It's, yeah, no. I didn't think I as soon like... as I said it out loud, I disgusted myself. <laughs> I know. Scott Cam on Queer Eye. Oh, my God. No. Nah. But, yeah, I'm, I'm happy for him. I'm thankful for this. Have a rest. <laughs> Because, like, Karamo's off, you know, doing cuddle workshops and, and writing lists of <laughs> divisions of labour and poor old Bobby is just working his ass off, you know, like full furniture trucks, sweating. You can see it. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really pleased for him. I reckon as well as you see, I love it, I love seeing it, but as you see the series go on, they go from just like fixing up a room to you can tell the people who are applying for it are all worthy but also thinking – oh, yeah, I'm going to get a free renovation out of New this. Couch. Because they, like, literally do whole entire makeovers, like mm. you say, of houses. It's just gone up and up and up. And everyone loves a before and after. Yeah. We know in Australia we love renovation shows. But, yeah, it'll be um, interesting to see if they reset that as well. Yeah, I wonder. A loss. Speaking of people on the telly um, and dreamy, dreamy oh, stars. Man. Like, really, when was the last time you thought – of McDreamy. I mean, even that television show that he was on, what was it? Bloody Grey's Anatomy. Grey's Anatomy. When was the last time you thought about Patrick Dempsey? Rarely, if ever. It would have been 2016, easily. <laughs> That's such a specific Very specific, year. only because I never really watched that show, but I feel like 2016 might have been around about the time it was at its peak. Or I could be wrong. I haven't thought about this guy for so long. And so why is it that he has just been given the cover and also the title of People's Sexiest Man Alive. It's weird. For 2023. Isn't it? Everything old is new again. We talk about this a lot on Bang On about how everything that was 20 years ago is now. And maybe this is part of it. It's a nostalgia for the past. Mm. But the other thing I think it might be is that he is about to star in Ferrari, right. which is one of the movies that was allowed to have an exemption to promote. You know how the SAG strike, which has just finished, mm. the Screen Actors Guild strike has finished, but there was a, a couple of films and productions where actors were given an exemption they were allowed to promote the film, okay. and this was one of them. So I reckon People magazine, which if you think about it, print media, yeah. photos, all that sort of stuff, they've got to work in advance. Mm. He was just the only person available. So that's why. I'm sure there's plenty <laughs> of people sitting around going, we could just do it anyway. It feels like here if you need Patrick Dempsey. Yeah, yeah, I you know what my theory is, and someone came up with this on Twitter, and I think it's right. It's people of our gen and a little bit older who are now in positions of power. We are the gatekeepers, and somebody has had the horn for Patrick Dempsey for twenty years, been holding on to it, and finally has just gone. This is my moment. I'm going to give it. And who else is buying magazines <laughs> other than people over forty exactly. as well? I mean, really, yeah. that's true. Yeah. Anyway, well done, Patrick Dempsey. Good on you. I mean, we're not saying you don't deserve it. But also... Like, but we are. <laughs> but also having competitions like Sexiest Man Alive, like, isn't that bizarre? Weird that the GQ Man of the Year Award as well and the cover went to Kim Kardashian. Oh, I know. The it's like when the Herald Sun did the Woman of the Year, which was a horse <laughs> that won the Melbourne fucking Cup. Like, what... What is going on? 
whatever people want to go on, Miff. Clearly people are going rogue and making... I'm tired and I'm starting to feel sad <laughs> about the world. You know I mean, what? there's so many other bad things in the world. We did not need this Kim Kardashian on another cover. And it's like she's had enough covers. She doesn't need this anymore. Oh, she excels though, doesn't she? Much like Jared Leto of keeping yeah. herself in the spotlight. Hi, <laughs> hi, I'm the GQ man of the year, she posted on her Instagram to mixed reaction. Uh, here's some of the great uh, responses to this. Help me understand why she is on the cover of a man of the year edition, one person asked. Valid question. Mm. All of the dope men of colour doing cool things in this world and y'all do this, said someone else. And a couple of people shouting out, Kim over Pedro. Yeah, exactly. Pedro Pascal, oh, would have been a great man of the year. This person says the Kardashian marketing machine works harder than God. It really does. Will we never be free of this family is another comment. Oh, my God. It's so true. And I think it's, I mean, is is it because a couple of weeks ago Kim said she was uh, a boy mum? What does that mean? I don't know. I have to does read, she have I have girl to read dinner the article. Though? Like what? <laughs> well, she, I don't think, yeah, I think she probably does have girl dinner, but she said she's a boy mum. Um, and this, I don't, hang on, I've just got to find out what that I means. don't even know what it is, but I'm feeling, I'm just preempting that it's problematic, whatever she thinks that is. Oh, here we go. She said something like, I love my girls, but a girl like steals your clothes and has an attitude, you know, there's nothing like being a boy mum. Oh. Like seriously, it's the best. Oh God. Is Yuck. that what it was? Yuck. Okay. Yuck. World is yuck. That's it. That's my that's my takeaway today. Someone did not get much sleep after the <laughs> can of espresso martini. If I don't know about you, but I didn't take many photos last night. And you know why? Because I was enjoying being in the moment and I'm getting increasingly aware of how glued to my phone is, I am. And an event like the Aria is where you've got lots of, you're meeting lots of famous people, but also good mates who are musicians and you're like, you want to capture the moment. Mm. But I do that sometimes and I feel like all of a sudden the tone becomes transactional. And I decided last night, no, I just want to catch up with people and I'm really happy to see them. And I felt so fulfilled because of that. But the reason I say this is because I don't have a new iPhone, but you do. Mm. And the word on the streets is that the new iPhone is making me look uglier. Mm. (laughs) Well, you are beautiful. You are beautiful. Um, But apparently because of their front-facing camera that has... Heaps of pixels. I'm not even going to go into any kind of technology talk. Because oh, but I love it when we become a technology podcast. Okay, 12 megapixel front-facing camera is oh, what it is. Yep. Now, that sounds like a lot. I don't even know what the original one is. So I think it was seven, so it's like almost okay. doubled. So, yeah, what they've done is made the camera the one that faces you a lot stronger and therefore your face is a lot clearer. And apparently people are deciding that it's a little bit too clear. Too they much don't information. Like it. It's too, you can see everything. You can see, and, and they're suggesting that we've gone too far, that this camera is actually making you look according to yourself because we like smooth edges as we as human beings. I think Zoom filters, teams filters, of I our, see you. We're scared of our, our, our rough edges and our points and our sharps and our... All of those bits and our holes and, yeah, so this one's blackheads I'm talking about okay. and pores. <laughs> just you imagine the look bitch. I just gave <laughs> I'm scared of my holes. It's a good thing to have on a T-shirt. Um, we are. We're scared of our holes. Um, so, yeah, they're, they're, they've kind of messed it up. People are saying this is not good. Well, the other thing with it as well is that it's not just the better pixels but apparently the technology within the phone kind of does something to it afterwards. So what you see 
in the selfie image on your phone as you press snap. Mm-hmm. And then what you look at afterwards after the picture's been processed, you know, in those millions of milliseconds or whatever, mm-hmm. is a very different image. And people are reporting that their skin looks awful. It turns you into an ugly panda with dark circles. Uh, a woman on TikTok posted a plea asking that someone from the Apple community tell her how to fix this raggedy colourless <laughs> front camera and another person calling it a travesty. But see, this is the thing. I don't – I think it's how you look at photos. It's what you want from photos. I don't necessarily want photos to not look like me. Like I don't mind that it's very clear because that's just how I look. I never think I look any better than that anyway. <laughs> you know what's weird? I opened up my phone this morning to post a few photos on my Instagram from yeah. the Arias And as we all do, I added some filters because we do it. And Instagram has actually added in the last day heaps of filters. So all the ones, the classics, you know, X-Pro, Valencia, they're all there. But now there is fade, fade warm, fade cool. What's fade? Interestingly, there's one where you can make it look, what's it called? Grainy, gritty, soft light, zoom blur, handheld, and you can make it look shitter. So you've taken a clear photo and then you can put a filter on it where it goes blurry. And I think that's interesting because we want to actually make photos look shitter than the original are, which speaks to this article that it's too clear, Mm. it's too sharp, and you want to actually have some of that lo-fi, nostalgic, messed up, crappy photos where's the red eye filter remember every photo that you had when and again anyone under the age of 35 is not going to know what I'm talking about but when you used to take photos and print them out on film and you'd (laughs) wait an hour if you were lucky amazing you can get your photos back in an hour or overnight if you're at a shit photo dispensary yep and you get them back and go, oh, red eyes and everyone. Eye. Ruined it all. <laughs> When's the red eye filter coming to Instagram? Oh, Add it. the red eyes. Yeah. Well, that is also an aesthetic, isn't it? It's that kind of Tumblr aesthetic where everything is a little bit out of focus. Everything looks like it's not on purpose, but it's definitely on purpose. There's, there's that going on. Last night, someone took a photo with a camera. I loved it. A little disposable. Oh, yeah, that's cute. It's cute. That's a big thing of weddings too. Yeah. Anyway, Wilds, very interesting. I'll put that in the show notes. It's from The Atlantic, which always does really great long reads. And, yeah, interesting to kind of see that, as they say, people are chasing a Goldilocks ideal with a selfie camera. They want it to be real, authentic and messy, but just not too real, authentic Mm. and messy. It's that sweet, sweet spot. Speaking of real... What fashion have you brought to me this week? <laughs> oh, this is the best. <laughs> On TikTok, it had the title today that had my attention immediately. The title of the film that was up there, Wake Up Babe, the Balenciaga Towel Skirt Just Dropped. <laughs> and they're trolling us again. And I thought they weren't going to do it for a while, given they had that controversy a little while back, which given what, how the world is, I've, I've, I can't remember what the controversy was. The teddy was. bears, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, in, in like BDSM wear. Wasn't good. However, they're trolling us again. They have released a, it's a skirt, I think predominantly worn by gentlemen as far as I can see from the advertising, but it may, it, I imagine it's, it's pan-gender, whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's actually just a grey bath towel. <laughs> It's a grey, like it's literally a grey bath towel. They're absolutely taking the piss with this. They are taking the piss and I don't, I like, but you know, it's very specific. 
it's that grey bath towel. Like, you know, when you like you go to someone's house, you know, you'd be on a night out back in the day when you'd meet someone out in a pub or something and you'd stay in their room and, like, it was usually a gentleman of a certain age and I pretty much could say, and this is in, like, the 90s or the 2000s, every gentleman would have had a version of this grey, <laughs> yes. wet, slightly mouldy, damp <laughs> towel in their room. It's that colour that doesn't... It looks like it, you're a functional human being, but it can be filthy and you can get away with it. It's that fucking towel. <laughs> it's so specific. I'm like, I've seen this in so many bedrooms on the floor. It's disgusting. How do they wear the towel? What does the skirt represent? Oh, well, it's it's just basically like your shirt off and you're wearing your towel around your waist. Just tucking in That's one it. corner. <laughs> just tucking in one corner, which is like every... They're taking the piss. They are totally taking the piss, but I'm here, I'm actually here for it too at the same time. <laughs> it's really good. Like really good. 900 bucks for that. 900 towel. bucks. When you can get yourself at like it's, you know, you'd get that. And I wonder if it's so specific that it's that sort of thin version. And you know those towels that never dry you? Yes. They're like just wet. What's the point? Because they're cheap. Yeah. Yeah, they're coated with something it's or rank. tea towels as well. It's like, it's what did rank. you put Scotch guard on this for? Oh, I reckon that's work. what the towel is too. I need to go and feel that towel. I need to touch that towel. I need to smell that towel. Well, maybe not smell it. Um, to know if they're really, really trolling us. All right, I'll see you at the Paris end of Collins Street where you buy your towel <laughs> skirt from Balenciaga. Just amazing. Before we get into our bang-ons, I wanted to share something with you, Miff, that I will thank the lovely person who tagged me on Instagram. I totally missed this. So I don't know if you noticed, but um, at the start of every episode of Hard Quiz, which is a very funny quiz show, I know you know what it is, but in case you don't, it happens every Wednesday night on ABC TV <laughs> at 8pm. Tom Gleeson has been doing it. Our number months. one fan. Our number one fan. Part of the Bang fan. We love him and Ellie, his partner. Yes. Shout outs to them. And they he comes out at the start and just says something ridiculous. And I've seen him do it before, um, like a couple of weeks ago. He was like, Powerball's on. Oh, it's just like <laughs> stupid stuff. Um, and it, it's kind of disjointing and, and discombobulating in the best of ways. Um, but I missed one week when he did one which um, confirmed his status as Bang fam. Here's a little bit of the supercut of all of these intros that ABC TV and Tom posted this week on Instagram. Yes, that's right. Tom Gleason is bang fam. Bang on. There he is. <laughs> I love it. Love it. Thank you, Tom. Love that. Uh, you can check that out on Instagram if you want to. <laughs> well, you just heard it there, so you don't need to. Yay. I'll put it in the show notes anyway, Miff. What Thank are you, you banging on about this well, week? Well, funnily enough, I had nothing to bang on about this week because I've done no culture whatsoever. You are culture. I've been involved in the culture and haven't. <laughs> and the only thing I've actually watched while I was travelling on the plane is I've been from Seoul to Melbourne to Melbourne to Brisbane to Brisbane to Sydney. All right, mate. The only thing I've been watching, <laughs> I know it's good. It's good to be busy, booked and busy. Yeah. Um, the only thing I've been watching is Selling Sunset with Chrishell, of course. Oh, my the, God, the, the new, new season, season just dropped, So yeah. I've got nothing to talk about. But um, That's something. Now that we mention Tom Gleeson, I did actually watch Secrets of the Australian Museum, which is a repeat of a Catalyst program he did last, I think it was earlier this year. I'm not entirely sure. And I loved it. I absolutely loved it. It was... 
it was a real insight into the workings of Sydney's museum, the the, the beautiful big history museum that's there, and the animals that are in the in the drawers. And I, I was absolutely entranced by it. And it was on late, I think, the other night, and um, it, I'm sure it's up on iView. Yeah, make sure you give it a watch. But the one thing I was going to bang on about, which I'm I'm learning about on TikTok, which all the kids are doing apparently, and it's blowing my mind because I can't do it. It's called mewing, Zan. Have you heard about mewing? I saw you put this in the doc, in our Bang on Bang Gang Google doc. Yeah. And I'm like, what are you talking What the fuck is mewing? Well, apparently it's the new duck face. <laughs> it's what the kids are doing to get rid of the double chin. Oh. And I cannot do it for the life of me. Show me. It's like you apparently, like there's, there's me being normal and then there's... <laughs> Like you can see, you can see my three chins, and then it's like if you put your teeth, your tongue to the back of your teeth, don't touch the teeth, and then you suck, you lose the double chin. And oh my it gives god, you yes, I can face. feel it. Okay, mewing. Mm, mm. <laughs> mm, it. I can never do it when I want to, but there's all these people on TikTok that can go. And they're like all of a sudden got a jaw. You look like a bit like a pterodactyl when I you know, do it, by the way. I know, but now you see it and you'll see all the influencers doing it and they can do it because they're not speaking. You know that Tim Ross told me about this years ago. Oh, really? Someone who would you not think to associate with mewing. But years ago, <laughs> I don't know where we were, but we were talking about red carpets and how I never know what the freak to do and that continues. And he's like, the best photo you'll ever get is if you put the tongue to the top of the mouth you and it just like got a suction. Suck. Look, I'm, I've got it. <laughs> So normal, but my face looks startled. Now you look it? like a rooster. <laughs> yeah, it looks very natural, Miff. I think it's you great. Give I that can a do go. that on the red carpet. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! I know this is my life at the moment. I'll be back next week, back to normal programming. No, it's um, good. What are you banging on about? Oh well, I'm banging on about a brilliant documentary which I watched on a plane, and Yay. I say that because I can't actually find it anywhere else. So if you're on a Qantas flight anytime soon. Watch this one. It's an hour and a half, as all great docos are. If you've got a decent flight or you're going, you know, on a short flight back and forth, you'll be able to knock it out. It is the wonderful doco released this year on Donna Summer. Love to love you. And this is a story of someone that I didn't really know much. You know, I know the big hits. I know, of course, that she had her breakthrough with Georgia Moroda. Mm. Um, I know that she died way too young. But this is the backstory of Donna Summer. And I had no idea that she basically came up in the – avant-garde music scene in Germany, which is a huge music scene. Yeah. Basically went over there. I think she was doing some musical theatre in the early days and then she started making songs over there and they were fine. They didn't really hit the highest of the highs. But then she starts collaborating with Giorgio Moroda and, of course, this is the soundtrack to Studio 54. You know, I Feel Love, still to this day, one of the most incredible songs ever made, that arpeggio the sound of her basically sounding like she's climaxing yeah. for seven minutes. It's amazing. But the woman who was very much an actor on stage, kind of inhabiting this persona, making short films which were quite out there as well. Um, I didn't know about that. I didn't know about that, that either. And watching all of that and just... Well, she's working so hard and staying away from her young children, trying to make it, trying to make coin, and she's making all these short films with the people that she tours with. But then also her life off stage at home with her kids, all this sort of home video footage and just how much she kind of both made history. I think she was the first black female artist to have a video on MTV. 
and she just made incredible history. But I really didn't know her story. Like, and I think about it, I was like, I've never actually looked into mm, it, which is, I, I think, either. is like, I'm, I'm, you know, feel embarrassed by. It. But yeah. this is just a fantastic capture and portrait of an artist. There were some things that happened later in life where she became a born again Christian, and she said some things about, you know, it's Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve, mm. which devastated the community that had supported Absolutely. her and loved her. They talk about that. But, yeah, it's just fantastic. So, yeah, if you're on a Qantas flight anytime soon, it's definitely on there in flight entertainment and it is just brilliant. And much like I've just been watching all your bang-ons, I watched the Bee Gees doco. How good was that? It's just pure joy. Yeah, it's just great to watch those because you're sort of on a flight and these days every bloody flight's delayed and you just like tap in your feet and kind of keeps you going. It's a bit, you know, it's better than scrolling your phone. Absolutely. It's perfect. Yeah, love it. Well, thanks for that. Yeah, well, you're going to be on a flight again in the next five minutes, I'm sure. So (laughs) something for you to watch. Babes, we did it. We did it. Great to see you again. Yeah. And will I see you next week? Well, we'll, we probably won't be face to face, but yes. Face to face. Yay. Screen to screen. Screen to screen. Love you. Love you too. Bye.